0: Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. Before we get started, a word from our sponsor. This is Ramsey from Security Plus LLC, the best employee benefits broker. We have been reducing costs on benefits for employers across the U.S. since 1988. We have better benefits for less money. We will shop over 200 carriers and over 600 plan designs to find the best deal for you. We want to put that money back in your pocket. So be on the lookout for a phone call from us because we will be reaching out very soon. Welcome back. I'm Paul Rozeski. Today is the 14th of February, 2024. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. It's an interesting crossover day today since it is Valentine's Day, so there's little surprise that today is also National Cream-Filled Chocolates Day along with National Have-A-Heart Day. Closely related to this overall theme is Library Lovers Day which then piggybacks into Read Dear Child Day and International Book Giving Day. But then something comes out of left field like Pet Theft Awareness Day, which really feels like the opposite vibes. Speaking of really opposite vibes, it takes me to my first story. So let's jump into some news together. As many of you have probably heard, the Senate and the Assembly adopted and passed the legislative district maps that Governor Evers had originally proposed to the Supreme Court. Interestingly enough, the Democrats in the Assembly voted against adopting the Evers map. After all this has been hashed out, they were against it. Another party-line vote of not getting along. I think that the Democrats in the legislature have had the short end of the stick for long enough that they'd like some leverage and, in a way, probably a little bit of retribution. I'm sure at this point, they want to roll the dice to see what the Supreme Court will decide to do because the governor's map is the closest to neutral of the four remaining options the court would pick from. So. Actually, word is that the governor is expected to sign that map into official law, which would override any further action from the Supreme Court, and we will have new legislative maps set until 2023. Fingers crossed. Maybe we can finally put that drama to bed, at least for a little while. In other news, this morning, Valentine's Day morning, or yesterday morning, depending on when you're listening to this, the morning of Valentine's Day, the the Assembly Committee on Education was scheduled for an executive session so the members can meet, debate bills that already had a hearing, and vote whether they come out of committee. Maybe they need amendments, or maybe they need just a green light to go to the full floor vote on its path to maybe becoming a bill. I was in the room and watched as a few of the members put out a little treed candy, something for Everyone else on the committee, a nice spirit of Valentine's Day. But then, the meeting gets called to order and the theme of opposing viewpoints and frustrated vibes quickly takes hold. Because school funding is always a loaded topic and that was the first topic of the day. Neither side of the aisle is happy with the formula. Is it too much? Is it not enough? Is it fair? Is the other side bargaining in good faith? It was quickly evident that the vote on whether or not to take the cost of funding charter schools off of the local property tax commitments was going to break along party lines, as many of these things tend to do, and mostly it did. One Democrat joining the Republicans to vote for the bill. It'll live to see another day. Unfortunately, it sounds as if Governor Evers didn't even entertain talking about the substance of the bill with the authors, let alone negotiate details of making it easier to implement, that hit me a little like a disappointing Charlie Brown kind of Valentine's Day. In other news, the full Senate and the full Assembly were both on the floor yesterday voting and debating bills that have already come out of their many committees. The Assembly is back at it again on Thursday, tomorrow, with another 40 bills and resolutions, and then again next Tuesday with another 55. They are getting it done. Bills to confront childhood obesity and human trafficking and truancy Re- resolutions to honor hometown heroes and recognize the legacy of former government employees and designate things like February 29th being Rare Disease Day in Wisconsin and proclaiming February 2024 to be American Heart Month, the business of government being done. On that note, one of the resolutions that made me chuckle was Assembly Joint Resolution 114. If you ever wondered what an official statement of the Assembly sounds like, listen up. I quote, Relating to honoring the success of Ben Chan on Jeopardy, whereas Ben Chan is a valued member of the Green Bay community and philosophy professor at St. Norbert College in De Pere, and and whereas Chan's love for learning shone through his uplifting tenure on the American um, on the popular American quiz show Jeopardy! And whereas Chan made his Jeopardy debut on April 13th, 2023, and completed his 10 game run on May 23rd, and whereas Chan demonstrated excellence and humility through measured game strategy, correct responses on 18 daily doubles, and multiple runaway victories. Resolved by the Assembly, the Senate concurring that the members of the Wisconsin legislature congratulate Ben Chan on his accomplishments through 10 episodes of the quiz show Jeopardy and wish him luck in the Jeopardy Tournament of Champions. Like I said, the business of government getting done. One measure that took its first steps forward towards a possible constitutional amendment is changing how federal funds are spent, making it the job of the legislature. According to the Wisconsin Constitution, the legislature is in charge of determining the budget and the laws, essentially the rules of operating the state, with the governor's role to be executing and enforcement. Well, the COVID federal funds that were put at the discretion of the governor to help assist with the execution and operations of the government was a special circumstance. And well, just like the first story where Democrats are frustrated with Republicans about school spending, Republicans are frustrated with Governor Evers about COVID spending. And thusly, a proposed constitutional amendment about, quote, whether the governor should be prohibited from allocating any federal funding on behalf of the state without the approval of the legislature, unquote. And so the push and pull of power struggle continues. In other news, there were a couple of election-related bills that were passed, including one that prohibited the last-minute closures of polling places In another election-related news, guidance was given by the Elections Commission about the addresses that voters and witnesses fill out on absentee ballots. The commission officially said that election clerks should not throw out ballots if the street number, street name, and one other piece of information at the city or the zip code are present. For example, if someone puts the municipality but not the state or the zip code, they're fine. They also said that ballots should not be excluded, and I, I should say excluded instead of thrown out. No ballots are actually thrown out. They're just set aside and not counted, but all ballots kept in case there's a recount, they're not thrown out. Anyway ballots shouldn't be left uncounted if the address of the witness doesn't have an address but something written along the lines of same or ditto or same as the above or same as voter or even just like the quotation marks or an arrow pointing to the address on the next lines anything implying that the information of the witness is the same if the witness mostly got it or was lazy, or whatever, the voter should still have their voice heard Is the official opinion of the Elections Commission. In closing, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, I will go back to a quote from George Washington from a letter he sent to all the states announcing his retirement from the military, where he called on all citizens to, quote, entertain a brotherly affection and love for one another without these things we can never hope to be a happy nation unquote definitely in the spirit of valentine's day and definitely we have some work to do have a great second half of your weekend, and as always thanks for listening Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at WPTOnline.org slash join.